0: the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Hello, my name is Pete. Nice to have you on board. Have you tracked down your black recycling bin yet after Storm Otto blew it away? Thanks for sending all the photos and the videos in of the stormy conditions. We've got all the latest on the news feed of yourharrogate.co.uk where you can listen to the radio station. You can also download the free app. You can get us playing on your smart speaker and you can pick us up in the car via DAB. Now at the end of the week on these podcasts I like to focus on football of local interest. This weekend includes Nairsborough Town away at Peniston Church at Station View Harrogate Railway. They take on Staveley Miners Welfare. We're going to be hearing from their manager Mick O'Connell not too far away. Also Saturday afternoon in the Premiership Leeds United are off to Goodison Park to face Everton and then two games of local interest on Sunday the ladies in action. Harrogate Town's women they go to South Shields and Nairsborough Town's women They've got home match at Manslaying, kickoff two o'clock against Pontefract Sports and Social Ladies. First of all, though, we head to the Environment Stadium where Saturday afternoon, three o'clock, Nick Hancock from your Harrogate will be there doing competitions and prizes for a supporters' day. Crew Alex are the opponents for Harrogate Town. Kickoff is at three, and I've been catching up with the gaffer, Simon Weaver. So Simon, first of all, what do you think was present Tuesday night in that good battling point against Salford that was missing in the Stockport match?
1: Um, Well, I thought the start was much brighter and showed a lot of tenacity and real intensity from the start to the finish. The second half was good last Saturday, but we started slowly and were on the back foot early on. But it was a return to the high-tempo game that we want to see and we've generally been about over the last several years.
0: Mark Oxley, you've already mentioned in other interviews that you gave Pete Jameson a rest and brought Ox in. How do you think he fared?
1: Yeah, immediately. I so thought he was on it, wasn't he? Um, there was uh, an occasion where Ox had to come out to the feet of the board very, very quickly and he had to be alive and, and um, read really it quickly. And he did just that. So he was, he was positive right from the off. And that went the entirety of the game. And for someone who hasn't played for quite some time, he should be proud of himself.
0: And fantastic to see Jack Muldoon getting his goal, celebrating a, uh, a contract extension. What has impressed you with Jack over the years whilst he's been with town that has led to him getting this new contract?
1: Well, he, he's just always tried to better himself and he's a team player. And I think the uh, five lads that have continued to be with us for several years now have always had that in their character, you know, a consistent application and relentless attitude. So proud to have them with us. And uh, for him to score the other night was great for him. You know, give him a real tonic for the uh, games that are coming thick and fast now. But yeah, he, he personifies what we want to see on the pitch.
0: Momentum is a uh, is a massive thing in the game, isn't it? I think we're, we're seeing that now in the Premiership with Arsenal losing a, a bit of momentum. For you guys, you made it no secret at the start of the season that it was going to be a case of having patience because of obviously all the different new recruits coming in. How tricky has it been to kind of Gain any momentum, and also, how do you think the new recruits have settled in?
1: Well, we had six new recruits from January. At the start of the game the other night, you know, what was an important game, and they all fared well. So perhaps that's a good sign that they've integrated well with the rest of the lads and understand what we're trying to achieve and how we're trying to achieve it. So that bodes well for us. Every game's a scrap now. We value every point, and I think the lads who we have brought in in January are a real steady eddies off the pitch and and really good lads and they're open face and, and want to do well for the club as much as themselves, which is really key, to be honest, in terms of wanting to strive all for that for that consistency.
0: And a home win long overdue for you, Simon. How are you coping with the pressure of it all currently?
1: Yeah, fine, actually. There's no point being denial. You feel it more when you, we're all in it together and wanting to do well for each other and needing the points. But at the same time, performances like that the other night, do alleviate the pressure somewhat because you know that it was a reliable performance and that's one off the bench as well for everything, so that gives us great hope and able to stay in the moment, really.
0: And crew Alex did you a favour the other night by getting some points uh, from Hartlepool, so they're coming off a, off a win. Obviously, it was a good performance for you guys against Salford. Are you mm. expecting a fairly open game between the two of you this weekend? Well.
1: I expect that, yeah, that, that's their first win in a the while. They'll be buoyed from the win. But if we start bright and start old school, really, hurry it down where we can get in the faces and get balls into the box and land on seconds, then hopefully they'll quickly surmise that it's not going to be a comfortable afternoon. Whether it's open or not, you know, we have to be disciplined defensively and we have had discussions about that. So it's not just a basketball game. So we have some kind of control in the game. And that's the aim, is always to get that balance right. But certainly want to be on the front foot.
0: And just finally, Simon, a uh, a supporters day, the first of the season. It went so, so well when you did it in April against Carlisle. What do you love about these days where it it just celebrates the club and celebrates the fans, really?
1: Yeah, it does. Uh, Well, I I think what I love more than anything about it is that even though we are in the bottom of the league, you know, days like this brings to light the link between the fans and the players and uh, you know when you see the joy in the young faces of supporters and that's what the club has to be about and wants to be about, breeding that support from the youth upwards, you realise that everyone is on the same hymn sheet and when the fans turn up early and want the autographs and uh, photographs of the players, I think it, it actually gives the players some confidence that they're fighting for a good cause.
0: Big thanks to Simon for chatting to me at Your Harrogate for podcast purposes. And now we just head down the road to Starbeck to Station View and have a word with Mick O'Connell at Harrogate Railway. This is the Your Harrogate podcast. Mick, good to catch up as ever. It's, it's nice to have these these monthly catch ups and include you on our, uh, our podcast. First of all, it's that time of year. We've spoken before how the weather... Really plays a part in games going ahead or not going ahead, as the case was last night when we're uh, we're recording this. You've only managed three games so far in 2023. How frustrating has that been for you?
2: Uh, Very frustrating, Pete, because we're struggling for momentum, you know. Even though we're winning games of football, we're we're not at our best the last two or three performances. Although we've won games and we've we've looked quite good in patches, we're still not fully up to speed in terms of momentum. We've sort of it's sort of it's been a bit of a momentum killer, to be fair. And it's just very very frustrating because although you've got games in hand, it's you know, you'd rather have points on the board and and you see teams around you putting a little bit of a gap between us and them. Now, obviously, you know, we've got games in hand to play, but, you know, you'd still like to be playing games because, you know, it's, it's just more and more games already packed into sort of a, a really hectic schedule.
0: On the flip side, though, does it not bode well, the fact that you're still winning, even though you're not, as you point out, up to speed?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. There's no doubt in the, you know, the quality of the players in this team. It's that that's sort of getting them over the line, um, you know, at the minute. But we we just need to go on a little run of of games um, so we can sort of build up momentum, get fitness levels back to where they need to be because, you know, you can train as much as you want, but games is really where you you sort of maintain them levels. And, you know, when you stop and start, stop and start, you start to pick up little niggly injuries and stuff like that. So it's it's not ideal. But listen, we're still winning games. We're probably at 60% at the minute in terms of where we know we can be. We still need to improve our fitness levels and improve our overall levels. You know, I'm quite confident if, if we can get a little run of games together, hopefully, you know, we're, we're out of the woods now with most of the bad weather. So if we can get a little run of games together, you know, I'm sure um, the performances will come.
0: Well, there's plenty of games in the pipeline looking at your, your fixture list now. It's congested to say the least. Have you ever had this situation before where there's so many games coming so thick and fast?
2: Not really, to be fair. But I just can't understand you know, the last two or three chooses we could have had games on to sort of spread them out a little bit but they've sort of chucked everything into February and March and you know if we get another bad spell of weather then we could end up finding ourselves having to play three games a week because the league are adamant that they want to finish it on the 8th of April so they can get the playoffs finalised before the end of April but like I say, you know, March can often be a tricky month in terms of wet weather, and if we do have a little spell again, we're going to be banging trouble in terms of you know having to play three games a week. And at this level of football, when lads are working every day to, to, to sort of ask and to go choose a Saturday, choose a Saturday, choose a Saturday, and then chuck in a choose a Thursday, Saturday, or whatever, um, it's it's almost impossible, and, that, and that's sort of working, um, you can sort of slip up in them periods, you know, if you're not very careful.
0: Well, hopefully, it's going to get underway for you again this weekend with the visit of Stavely Miners welfare an important game with them just being one place behind you in the league their record on the road not brilliant so th- this is a perfect chance isn't it to get a few more points on the board
2: yeah absolutely we yeah, we'll be uh, as we do for every game we set our stall out to go and get three points to get to, you know to maximize it, everything we can from every game and I'm 100% confident if our lads turn up and, and perform well, then you know there's a huge chance we'll take maximum points on Saturday. Stabley are a very good side. They move the ball really well. They've got a lot of energy, a lot of pace in the team. But like you said, their away form hasn't been great, probably down to the fact that they play on the 4G. So the way they play, um, the way they move the ball, probably doesn't suit them when they go away from home. But you know we, we know what we have to do. We know we're in for a very, very tough game. Um, but we know we have to turn up and perform. You know, if, if we turn up and perform, we generally win games. And that's sort of, you know, what we'll be putting to the lads on Saturday, just go and perform. Uh, if we go and perform, think we've got enough quality to win the game. But um, mentality for me is the key now. From now to the end of the season, the games coming, and taken fast. We have to be, um, we have to be mentally prepared for every single game that we play.
0: All about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. You and I have spoken at length in the past, Mick, in our, uh, in our chats, um, how the club's brilliant, uh, integrating and doing things with the local community around Starbeck and Harrogate. Uh, one of those taking place Saturday night after the game, race night. Are you, are you sticking around for that? Some of the players involved in that as well?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's the, the whole club will get involved in it. So first team, reserve team and our under-19s will all be there. The doors are open for you know, it's welcome for everyone to come. Any anyone in the local area that's at Loose End on Saturday night, pop down. Um, I'm sure it will be good fun and you know, it's all for a good cause because every penny made will go back into the football club. Um, you know, and, and trying to improve the facilities and and trying to improve the quality for all these young lads coming through.
0: And it's really exciting times. You you mentioned there the young lads. Your under 19s team, how proud are you of that particular setup at the club? The fact that they've just won their league?
2: Immensely proud. You know, immensely proud of the players, of the staff, of everyone around the club Uh, Rob and Lee, who, who run the team. You know, just so, so proud because we set our stall out this year. When we looked at it, you know, there's not there's not a lot in Harrogate, and Ayersbury, you know, local surrounding areas for kids when they get post 16. A lot of good kids have been sort of slipping away from football when they get post 16 in the local area because there's just nothing for them. So we got our heads together in terms of how can we integrate something for these young kids because there's a lot of kids in the area, good kids in the area. We came up with the idea of of running an under 19 team. A, to sort of support our reserve team and to support the first team, but B, to just support the local kids in the area and the trials that we put on last summer, we were amazed by the talent that, that walked through the door. And if anything, we probably could have put two teams together, but we just wanted to get it up and running first, you know, and the aim this year was just to develop players. You know, it wasn't to go and win leagues, go and even win games, it was just develop players, make sure we're ready in players to go and play reserve team football, to go and play first-team football, and that's been a huge success because I think eight or nine of them play regularly with our reserves every weekend, start games. I think seven or eight of them have made first-team debuts. Two or three of them are, are sort of regulars in the first team, you know, make benches. So it's been a huge success. So I'm immensely proud of Robin Lee for, for sort of getting that off the ground and, and being so successful. And then off the back of that, next year we're going to form another 17-team.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
2: So that will be a feeder team to the under-19 team and then obviously a feeder team to the reserves and the first team. So we're putting foundations in place at the club that will hopefully put the club in a strong position for years to come.
0: So with regards to that under-17s team that you mentioned, Mick, can people start approaching the club for that particular setup now or do they need to wait? How is How's it, it going to work?
2: Yeah, so on all of our social media streams, there will be a a link to Google Form. So if you go on any of our social media links, click on the link, it'll bring you to the to the form. Fill the form and send it back. And obviously, uh, Rob would be be in touch regarding trials and stuff like that. So yeah, we're we're looking to sort of hold trials in the next month or six weeks, uh, with the view to obviously starting for next season. But we feel that we, we need a team for the FAU Cup, a competitive team that can compete in the FAU Cup next year. Um, and we need a strong sort of foundation at the club. And, and we feel that this is the way forward now to go 17s, 19s, reserves, first team. And like I said, there's a lot of, a lot of good kids out there that will be finishing their under-16 football end of this season and they need sort of a home for next year. So anyone that's looking to get in and develop their game and play under a really good manager in Rob Ewell, then go on the link, click the link and, and send the form in.
0: And just finally, I mean, it must be must be brilliant for you and the likes of Rob and Lee who you mentioned and all the staff really to see these young guys and girls coming into the club and not only see the the physical benefits to obviously getting stuck in and playing the game, but also the mental benefits as well. It's, it's such a massive part of the game now, isn't it?
2: So important. Just so important to get young kids engaged in, in, in activities and you know, keeping them busy, giving them something to do, giving them a purpose. Because it's it's a tricky age when when they leave school, and you know what what we're going to do. Some kids find themselves going down the wrong path, and we want to give something to the local community to give them a safe place to come and not just develop as footballers, but develop as people, and you know, come and really enjoy themselves at the club. And I think the club's in a really healthy position now. We're, you know, we're pushing forward on on all levels. So a great time for any young kid to come and get involved in the Harrogate